Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 11 of Connection Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Welcome, I'm Amy, the Ish Girl, and I am so excited that you're here today. This past weekend, I was able to take my daughter and my niece to the North Texas Teen Book Festival in Irving, Texas. And I have to say, it was amazing. Now, this is only the second time we've gone to the North Texas Teen Book Festival. The only other year we've been able to make it was the very first year, which was in 2015, and it has multiplied exponentially since then. The first year, there were tons of people, but lots of elbow room still, and at the end of each author panel, which is the way they have the day set up, is um, just a series of different panels of authors with different topics for the panels. But at the end of the panels that first year, you could walk right up to the table at the front of the room and kind of wait your turn to get pictures with the authors or get their autographs. And at the end of the day, um, there were definitely lines to get your book signed by the authors, but they weren't too long and they were totally doable. Like, But this year, this year, there were guards and roped off paths to the escalators at the Irving Convention Center. There were lines for wristbands that would give you access to lines for autographs. The rooms were filled to overflowing and there were we're at capacity signs and even guards posted outside of the rooms that filled up quickly for the more popular um, panels. Now, having organized an event or two, I totally recognize the brilliant planning and strategy that made um, the day, that really made the day run like clockwork. There was no chaos, which is saying a lot when you're dealing with thousands of teens, especially when they outnumber adults, because a lot of school systems in the area loaded up buses and brought teens to the convention center for this event, which was amazing and wonderful. Now, I had a loose plan for the day, and part of that included recording for the podcast, but I had to be flexible, and due to some circumstances and some ish moments, um, who knew you had to push the record button twice on my fancy new digital recorder, Um, so due to those ish moments and circumstances, what I have to share today is a couple of conversations I had with my niece and my daughter about the festival before it and after it. Now, here is the first one recorded as we waited for the first session to begin. Okay, it is Saturday morning, April 21st, and I'm at the North Texas Teen Book Festival, and I am here with my daughter and with my niece. And to protect their privacy, we are not using their real names. So this is my daughter, and she's going by the name of Casey. And this is my niece, and she's going by the name of Lulu. So I would love to know, for each of you, what is the thing you're most excited about today? Is it seeing an author that you know, or getting a new book that you've wanted to read for a while? Like, what are the things you're looking forward to? I'm really excited about seeing Jennifer E. Smith and Allie Carter. Okay, cool. What about you, Casey? I'm most excited about um, 
hopefully getting to see Julie Murphy and David Levithan. Okay, and what are the books of those authors that you're wanting to see that you've read or want to read, or why do you want those particular authors? Well, Jennifer E. Smith, I've read, like, The Geography of You and Me, and This is What Happy Feels Like, and The Statistical Probability of Love at First Sight, and I got the book Windfall. Oh, that one looks good. I've read the others as well, so Windfall looks really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Allie Carter, I read her Gallagher Girl series. Another favorite? That's awesome. And High Society series. And Um, Yes. I got Not If I Save You First. Not If I Save You First, which is actually one I read a couple weeks ago when it first came out. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's very suspenseful. Is that one of the reasons you'd like her books? Is it yeah. the suspense? Or what, what draws you to her stories and characters the most? I like her suspense a lot. Cool. Okay, what about you, Miss Casey? Um, I'm really looking forward to um, Julie Murphy because she's talking about Dumplin', I think. Because I really enjoyed that book. And also David Levithan's. I really enjoyed Every Day. And right now I'm reading Another Day, which is a sequel. Right. Cool. Okay, and Julie Murphy's Dumplin', what did you like most about it? I really like how it inspires you to be yourself, you know? Yeah. And plus, those two authors, their books are either becoming movies have often, or have already been movies, right? Right. Have you seen any of those yet? The Everyday? I don't think you've seen yet, right? No, not yet. And then Dumplin' isn't coming out for a while, right? No. No. Okay. All right. So we will keep you posted. I'm going to be talking to these young ladies throughout the day as we go through this whole uh, North Texas Teen Book Festival. So thank you guys for your patience with the audio quality on that. Like I am always learning and hopefully next time that will be much better as I get more familiar with the technology. So again, thank you for your grace on that. Now we had such a fun day and we definitely learned a lot. Like I said earlier, I didn't end up doing much recording during the day, largely due to technical errors. But setting that aside, we really did learn a lot and I'd love to share those things with you. So Grab a pen and paper and get ready because here is the Ish Girls Survival Guide to Teen Book Festivals. So first of all, get there early, very early, especially at larger events, because I know at the North Texas Teen Book Festival, one of the reasons we wanted to get there early was because they were giving out wristbands for some of the different events. And we weren't sure exactly which events those would be or what we would need the wristbands for. So we wanted to make sure we were there early to get the lay of the land. And um, what we figured out was those wristbands were to be able to, number one, get into the autograph lines. So at the end of the day, all the authors were assembled in this one huge room at a big long table. And the line for getting to those authors started probably two or three hours before the actual signing started. So you could get into that line with a wristband, but that didn't guarantee that you were necessarily going to get all the way to the front of the line to be able to have your book signed. So we ended up not doing that. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. It's one of my later tips for survival. So definitely get there early. Also, 
bring snacks because hangry is totally a thing. Am I right? For us, the lines, again, were just so long. And even though the Irving Convention Center had a little food area, like I, I would say that was one of the longer lines we had to wait in on that day was the food line. And we didn't want to get in the car and head to maybe a place nearby because we knew that we would never find parking again and we would be walking quite a distance just to be able to get back to the venue. So definitely bring snacks. It will prevent maybe a lot of grumpiness, if you know what I mean. Also, I would say tip number three would be to plan your day before you get there. For us, that meant downloading the schedule ahead of time. And I really have to give a shout out to the North Texas Teen Book Festival team of organizers because the way that they put together their schedule, they included a list of all the panels that they were going to have, who was going to be on the panels. They had a list of all the authors that were going to be there and the rooms that they were going to be in during the different session times. So the information was organized several different ways so that you could figure out which sessions you wanted to go to at which time. So I loved that. Also, number four, I would say is come with a full bag of patience because lines, lines, and more lines. And at this particular book festival, there were tons of teens. And I think I mentioned this before, literally busloads full. And school systems around the area, which I think this is so wonderful and such a great thing to do, is they loaded up their buses, brought them in, and you know how that goes with field trip type things. The ratio of kids and adults meant that there were a lot of groups of teens roving around the arena. But of course, they were teens who loved to read and wanted to be there, but it still made the dynamic um, a little bit different, I would say, than that very first year that we went, um, because it was more of an event for maybe parents and teens versus just uh, teens on a field trip. Not a bad thing, just a different dynamic, which brings me to point number five, which is to be flexible because events like this are all about the teens and letting them get to the authors and hear the speakers and, and all that kind of good stuff. So have backup sessions picked out and know that there might be some cancellations, maybe some disappointing ones. I know for me right now I am reading I am not your perfect Mexican daughter and the author for that, which I cannot remember off the top of my head, but it's in my show notes. She had to cancel at the last minute for for whatever reason. Of course, like life stuff comes up, but that was a little bit disappointing. But being able to roll with it and be flexible is always a good thing, of course. And for us too, being flexible meant being ready to cut the day short because we were tired. And even though we were able to get some lunch after being in a long line, we were hungry. And did I mention we were tired? So rather than going all the way to the end of the day to and hearing the keynote speakers who were Cassandra Clare and Angie Thomas, we made sure to catch them at earlier panels. And then in addition to that, we were able to get pre-signed books in the morning, kind of first thing, rather than waiting in the very, very long line that had no guarantees for autographs later on in the day. Now, on the positive note of being flexible, you may find that you have time to catch an extra session. And we talk about that a little bit 
in the after the festival interview that I did with my daughter and my niece. So you can pay attention to that later on in the show. And just to reemphasize, this would be number six, go for the pre-signed books. Unless you just have to meet that special author and And it may be that for you, like you may be willing to stand in that very, very long line. But I would recommend if what you're looking for is just an autographed copy of a book, then get that ahead of time in the stores that they have set up at most of these events. And the last point would be number seven, have fun. So even though you may be tired, even though you may be hungry, just realize that you are in a really unique, amazing situation and you're privileged to be able to attend events like this. At least that's how I feel about it. So for our family, authors are like rock stars. Like we were so excited to be able to see the people who have brought such joy and all kinds of emotions through their books to our lives. So that was super exciting. Now, what really stood out about the day for me were were some of these things. Number one, speaking of those rock star authors, I found that the humility of each and every one of them was just astonishing. They were just everyday people. And a lot of them, it was really fun to hear, were sitting on panels with people who were their heroes. And some of the authors were totally fangirling over the people they were sitting next to because they were authors that they had read at some point in their life who had had huge impacts on them. So that was really fun. And then the other thing that stood out is just the way that the authors and the volunteers really made the day all about the teens. I just, I loved that. I loved the respect that everyone had for the teens. I loved that they were the ones who had priority at the end of sessions when when there was time for questions and they could line up at the microphones. It was all about the teens. And as a writer, I loved listening to the authors and how each of them came at writing differently, but they all agreed that it's hard and it's not like it's portrayed in the movies and that your first draft is always some kind of degree of awful and also that you need a community of support. I I loved listening to um, their version of the writer's life. That was that was so fun. Now the panels that we went to were excellent and some of the topics were um, girl bosses and a conversation with Lee Bardugo and Cassandra Clare and books that rock and a date with destiny. So they were all really fun. And some of the authors that really stood out for me that we got to hear were Becky Albertalli, who wrote uh, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, which I which I talk about in episode seven, and there's a link to that in my show notes. Allie Carter, she's one of my favorites. Jennifer Matu, uh, who wrote a book called Moxie that I read recently that I'm going to be talking about in a future episode. Let's see, who else? Um, Gail Foreman, who wrote If I Stay, and David Levithan, and... 
Stephanie Garber, who wrote one of my favorites called Care of All. Jennifer E. Smith, who we talked about earlier in the show. It was just so fun to see these rock star authors. And I have to say, I did quite a bit of fangirling myself throughout the day, which was fun. Now, I also loved that with the authors that I was familiar with, and then ones that I wasn't, there was a whole slew of books that I have put on my to-be-read list because of this festival. For instance, Lee Bardugo was amazing. And her conversation with Cassandra Clare was really interesting to watch because it was very clear that not only were they um, fellow authors and writers, but they were good friends and that they were part of a writing community together. And that was really fun to watch. And It really made me want to read Lee Bardugo's books as well. Cassandra Clare's, I think I've read most of her main series, but Lee Bardugo I hadn't really read. And so I have gone through and I finished the first two books in her Grisha series. I think that's how you say it. And again, those are in my show notes as well. And then the others on that to be read list are things like Cassandra Clare's next installment of The Dark Artifices called Queen of Air and Darkness. I don't think that's coming out until later in the fall. Um, Nina LaCour won the Prince Medal for her book, We Are Okay. And after seeing her and listening to her, I really want to read that. Um, Becky Albertalli's Leah on the Offbeat, which I already wanted to read because it's the sequel to um, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda. And then um, Julie Murphy's sequel to Dumplin', which is called Puddin'. And then there was an author named Nick Stone, whose book Dear Martin is being um, com- kind of compared to The Hate You Give. And then also there was a 13-year-old author who was amazing. She just blew my socks off. Her name is Marley Dias. And I've included a link to um, an interview with her on the CBS show and also a link to her book that just came out called Marley Dias Gets Things Done and You Can Too. And she was just amazing. And I, in the interview with Casey and Lulu, they're going to talk about her a little bit as well. So Lest you think that I am perfect at the parenting thing, I wanted to share with you what my girls had to say after the conference. Now, I know I don't need to tell you that sometimes there are crickets when you are trying to talk to your teens. You just kind of have to laugh and roll with it, right? So without further ado, here is our post-conference talk about our experience. All right, I am here with Casey and Lulu, and it is the morning after the North Texas Teen Book Festival. And I have to say, it was so much fun, but I would say we all got home super tired. Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What, for you, what was the most tiring about it? Because I know for me, it was kind of the people energy. There were just so many people there and kind of wading through the crowds and, and just kind of navigating all of that was just exhausting. Plus we got up like super early. So Lulu, what was the most tiring for you yesterday? I think it was just because I got up really early. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, me too. It was the getting up early. Yep. Okay. I, I, and we talked about this yesterday. Like, I would say none of the three of us are quite morning people. Would you agree? I know, Lulu, you might be a little more morning than we are, but... A little bit. A but... little bit. But not as early as we got up yesterday. Okay. So, yesterday, we got to see so many authors, right? Like, panel after panel after panel, and even some we didn't expect to. I know, Casey, after lunch, we got to do a panel that we had not planned on, which was really fun. So out of all of the authors that we saw yesterday, can you just give me a couple of things that really stood out for you? Either one of you can go first. Um, I would definitely have to say Julie Murphy because I just felt like my expectations for her, like she definitely lived up to them. Oh, that's awesome. It would, that doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. And how did she live? What were your expectations and how did she live up to them? Well, I kind of expected her to just be like a down to earth person who had like lots of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And she definitely accomplished that. Like, Okay. What was some of the wisdom that she shared? Can you off the top of your head? I know I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. I guess off the top of my head, she really just teaches you to like be yourself. I love that. Okay, what about you, Lulu? What, who, who really stood out to you? I really liked Becky Albertalli. Okay. She was in most of the panels that we went to, and I just really liked her. What did you like about her specifically? I don't know. She just was pretty carefree. She sounded really nice and stuff, and now I want to read a lot of her books. Okay, and did anything she said kind of stand out to you, like, as wise, or, because, because we did see a lot of her panels. She was in almost every single one that we saw yesterday, right? Not really anything specific. You just liked her vibe and, and who she was. I did too, and, and I'll just add to that. She was just very down to earth. The way she talked about her writing process and how she came to have a movie even, she was just very down to earth and and seem to have a really um wow I can't believe this is happening to me kind of attitude would you agree with that Lulu mm -hmm. yeah and I thought that was really great and really fun just very humble and very direct and all those kinds of things okay so were there any surprises for you did did you hear anybody that you were surprised that you liked or didn't like any anything that stood out to you as something you would not have expected Okay, <laughs> crickets. I know for me, I didn't expect, and this was a session that you guys didn't go to, which was with Lee Bardugo and Cassandra Clare, and you guys were at the movie session, and you were with uh, a bunch of authors who all have had their books made into movies. And so the session that I went to, I didn't realize what good friends Lee Bardugo and Cassandra Clare were, and it was really fun to listen to their conversation about how they built their worlds in a way that was between two friends versus kind of the professional author thing that we saw in some of the sessions. So that was super fun and surprising for me. Yeah, Casey, what do you think? I think something that was really surprising was that there was a 13-year-old author there. Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. Tell us about that. I feel like she just had so much wisdom and she was so put together like probably way more than I even am now. Right. And you are how old right now? 14. You're 14. Okay. And Lulu, tell us how old you are. I'm 11. Okay. So I would agree. And her name was Marley Diaz, right? I think it right. was Dias. Dias. Okay. I'm sorry. I think sorry for the mis it. mispronunciation. Oh my goodness. 
I felt like she was more mature than I am as a 46 year old. So I would agree with you, Casey, that she was amazing. And she shared a lot of what her mom has taught her and what her grandmother has taught her. And I am definitely planning on reading one of her books and probably either um, writing about it in a blog post or talking about it here on the show more because she was just inspiring. Yes, inspiring and just a fireball of energy. And it was so fun to watch her, especially with all of the seasoned authors. And you could see how much the the older authors just doted on her, I guess is the best way, don't you think? Loved her. Loved her. What about you, Lulu? Anything surprising for you? Um, I think the same. I mean, she was really good and I really liked her. Yeah. I also loved hearing the authors talk about what they loved to read when they were kids and what books had really influenced them. And in one session we went to, I think I was really surprised because the question that they were asked was what had influenced them either as a teen or as an adult. And several of them said that there were books like young adult books that had influenced them as adults. Like I want to say Becky Albertalli talked about how Julie Murphy's Dumplin' had Mm -hmm. really affected her and influenced her as an adult and kind of shifted the way she perceived herself, which I thought was fantastic. Anything else that stood out to you guys? No? Okay, so if you were telling somebody about the festival and talking to them before, like, next year's festival, what advice or what would you tell them? I would definitely tell them that all these authors are, like, they're all real people just like you. So just listen to them as if they were just anyone else and like don't think of them as lower than you or higher than you just think about them as the same level right or like rock stars because i know in our family we kind of look at authors like they're rock stars sometimes like super famous awesome people but they are just really everyday down to earth most of them very humble people right yeah all right what about you lulu well i would say don't get your book signed because those lines are really really long (laughs) I would agree, right? We didn't even hit those. Like, fortunately, they had books for sale that we got in the the first thing in the morning that were pre-signed, and I'm so glad we did. As much fun as it would have been to meet them, oh my goodness, like that line, you could have gotten in line. It would have taken an hour Oh, more, more than an hour, more than an hour. And then even then, you might not have gotten all the way to the front of the line. I'm interested to see the numbers of people that they that come out after this festival, like when they kind of do the math, because there were thousands upon thousands of people, which I loved that because to be in that kind of group of people who love reading and love books as much as we do, like that was really fun because sometimes you don't have that tribe where you are at school or um, at home or whatever. So it was super fun. All right. Anything else you want to share or talk about about yesterday? How about thank you mom for taking me thank you aunt amy for taking me what are you saying cut (laughs) thank you aunt amy for taking me all right i love you young ladies so much thank you for going with me thank you for taking me hi (laughs) all right we're out 
So there you have it. That was our experience with the North Texas Teen Book Festival of 2018. And on a serious note, taking your teens to events like book festivals really opens up their world. And if they're book lovers, it shows them that there is a tribe out there for them. If you have a festival near you, I can't even begin to tell you how much I want to encourage you to take your teen. And to help you with that, I have created a list of teen book festivals that I have put on my free resources page. Now, it is definitely not a comprehensive list, but it is something to get you started. And hopefully one of those festivals that I've listed is going to be near you. So you can follow the link in iTunes here, or you can go to my website at theishgirl.com and sign up for my free resources. On my homepage, there is a button on the right, kind of towards the top of the page. You can find that and click on that and sign up and get access to my entire free resource library. And if you are finding these podcasts and the resources that I have on my website helpful, I would love for you to leave a review here in iTunes. That would be awesome. And I hope you're able to find a teen book festival near you that you can go to with your teen and connect over the books and the authors and all the fun stuff going on there. Thanks for hanging out. And just remember, from an ish girl who cannot believe that she got to hear Cassandra Clare live and in person, it's all about connection, not perfection.